0: boys and girls we are back with another episode here it's a duo pod today we have me max eagles intel with nader eagles.world and nader the big news that came out today jalen hurts will get the start this weekend against the saints what are your thoughts on that
1: crazy and we had you know we talked a little bit about this on our post game pod i think it was was it sunday evening or or uh, sunday uh, yeah sunday evening we chatted a little bit about this scenario since Hurts had come in I think it's the right decision, one that was sort of expected when, when Peterson didn't commit to a quarterback immediately following the game. A lot of people have pointed to 2008 with McNabb and Andy Reid. Um, McNabb was benched at halftime for Kevin Cobb. Was it Cobb? I think pretty sure it was uh, Yeah, it was Cobb. Benched at halftime in 2008, um, and he only missed that half game. The backup did not play well. Immediately after the game Andy said we're bringing we're bringing uh we're bringing Donovan back in. He came back in, the Eagles blew out the Cardinals on Thursday night football just a few days later. Yeah, they, I'm looking at it right now. They lost to Baltimore 37 to 36 to 7. 4 days later, beat the Cardinals 48 to 20 with Donovan back at the helm. But this is a different scenario, right? At the time Donovan was in his 8th or so year in the league. He had taken the team to four nfc championship games super bowl and a super bowl he was fully entrenched as a franchise starter he was i think a little bit older than Wentz is now but he was the man right he was a little bit more solidified than Wentz is now he had experience in the playoffs that was just a scenario where the team looked sluggish they did not have a particularly good record i think they ended the season in 2008 uh, as the as a wild card team Let's take a look at this.
0: I don't remember that far back for the record. Yeah,
1: they finished nine six and one and got into the playoffs as the as the sixth seed before making the run to the NFC Championship game, losing to the Cardinals. But it's, I it, it's it's exactly the type of situation where the offense was sluggish. They needed a spark. The coach put the backup quarterback in. The difference is what we're looking at here with Wentz is an entire body of work and really a whole season that we don't feel good about where he's at with the offense. The team was in a slightly different spot being three, seven and one. And it's clear that he was not going to fix anything going back in the lineup. And worse than that is that Jalen hurts is a rookie quarterback with a lot of promise and we want to see what he offers us moving forward. So it's not a similar situation. I would have been okay to be honest with you had they put Wentz back in the lineup on, on Sunday. I think this is the fire, the spark he kind of needed, something to take, let him take a step back, similar to Nelson Aguilar in, in 2018 before he got cut at the end of the year. I would have been okay if they started him, but I am happy that we get to see Hurts. I'm a little bit worried about starting Hurts against the Saints defense. It's
0: the more Either ranked defense not, in the league right now.
1: Yeah, one of the best defenses in the league. And Number have one been ranked actually, statistically. Have been pretty, pretty good for the last couple of years since they drafted Marshawn Lattimore. Great player. Uh, so I'm a little worried about starting Hertz against that defense, and it's a little concerning. Peterson did not commit to a starter following that game, so I think if you're going to Hertz, you kind of want him to get a couple games under his belt, not just one game against an incredibly difficult. Hertz to start the rest of the year. Yeah, but but I don't, I don't know think if that's the, the case, way you're about to right? Run. I think it's there's a totally there's a total there's a good chance that Hertz comes in here on Sunday. He's a second round pick. The hit rate of second round quarterbacks is not that great. And he struggles with a sluggish offense that has not been able to move the ball at all this season against the best defense in the league. And they just go back to Wentz in a week. And I don't think that accomplishes very much. So I think it should be Hurts. They should let him ride with it, deal with the consequences of Wentz in the off season, whether that's to trade him and and eat the $30 million or keep him as the backup or let him, let him fight for the job next year or let the next coaching staff decide. I am very excited to see Jalen Hurts, but as Max and I were chatting before the podcast, It's a sad, sad day in in the Eagles franchise with their franchise quarterback being benched, a healthy benching for the first time in his career. And it's it's you know, this is the first time since the Eagles drafted Carson Wentz in 2016 that he will not be starting a quarterback when he's fully healthy. And that is. That is something really to take a step back and think about and and we you know I I I love Carson Wentz that so we owe a debt of gratitude to Carson Wentz for his role in delivering a Super Bowl to Philadelphia that team does not get to the Super Bowl if they have to win. A wild card game in addition to the two the divisional. They don't the get to that Super Bowl if they did. don't have
0: the one seed. dude. they're going to yeah. play an away game, no, no chance. chance.
1: Nick Foles goes into an opposing stadium and wins a game. No so chance. They almost lost the divisional game against the Falcons. Let's yeah. be straight up here. You know, either Julio Jones catches the ball or Keanu Neal catches the ball, and you probably lose that game anyway. So, without Carson Wentz, who was playing out of his mind that year and really bailing out the team on, on third down, MVP. He would have been.
0: M- he should have been MVP. Even he was going to be MVP,
1: Yeah, but, and what eleven and two? He was eleven and two. And, uh, you know, we owe a lot to Carson Wentz. It's sad to see his career take this turn, but I think consensus and we'll get into what people around the league are saying, but I think consensus should be that this is not Carson Wentz. This is not, you know, there's no way somebody could have that high of a high and this low of a low, the situation around him is doing him zero favors. And we sort of have to pray that, that Doug Peterson makes adjustments with Jalen hurts in there. And this gives him a chance to step back and say, what has not been working for us, let me sort of change the way the offense structured in order to accommodate hurts a little bit more. And hopefully that combination produces something in these last couple of games. Um, it's unlikely the Eagles will make the playoffs, but it would be nice to see them pull out a win against either new Orleans or Dallas, two of my least favorite teams in the league. So, you know, I'm sort of excited. I'm, I'm glad to see what they, what they have coming up. And I know we have a lot of things to talk about. So Max, I'll kick it back to you.
0: Yeah. If you've been following me for a while, I made the page before Wentz was an Eagle. But when the Eagles traded up, I remember it. I was in middle or high school, and I remember seeing that tweet pop up on my phone that was like breaking Eagles trade up, not picking number two in the draft, trade up with the Browns, and I was ecstatic. I was so happy because I knew it was gonna be Wentz. Everyone pretty much knew Goff was gonna go number one to the Rams, so you know it's Carson Wentz. And right when that happened, and I was looking into Wentz a little bit beforehand because he was the, we had the seventh pick I think before the second that year. We had the eighth, yeah. eighth pick, and so 13-8. So you, yeah, so you know that it's a possibility that Wentz could fall to number eight there. But obviously, once you go up to number two, you don't trade up to number two to take some take Ezekiel Elliott that year. You trade up to number two to go take a quarterback. And I was ecstatic. And Wentz had a really good rookie year. And then you see the year after that, he takes a huge stride, and he goes through his MVP season, Then obviously tears his ACL, unfortunately. And then breaks the Eagles. He's the Eagles uh, passing touchdowns leader in the season because of that year a touchdown to ACL to break the record. Congrats to Carson for that. But then obviously you see the year after that, he gets hurt again. Then Nick Foles takes us back into the playoffs. And then last year he struggled a little bit here and there, but his, his December run was miraculous the way that he took this team and took them into the playoffs. And they probably would have beat the Seahawks last year in the playoffs had Wentz not taken the head to head shot from clowning. So if you know me, I've been on the Wentz wagon since day one, I've been, clamoring for this guy every week, even when he has bad weeks. Even this year, I've been trying to defend him. But it's hard to defend him this year. He's really been that bad. And I think there's a lot of things that go into it. I think it's Harry Roseman has not given him the tools around him to surround him with. Like Jalen Rager, we, I saw a video of Rager today. I'm sure you saw too of When Hertz was in, Rager was going on a deep route, and he just stops running full speed halfway through the route. And if he kept running full speed, that's a touchdown. It would have been wide open, would have been touchdown. So, I'm questioning the effort there. Like, obviously, we've seen Rager have flashes. We saw the punt return, a great throw from Hurts that got Rager on Sunday. But there's questions there because obviously you missed on Justin Jefferson there because Jefferson's having a phenomenal year. And right now, right now, with Burrow not playing the rest of the year, I think Justin Jefferson is my rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. But there's Harry Roseman going back to my point. Harry Roseman has not given him receivers, his offensive line has been awful this year. Now I understand Brandon Rooks got hurt during the offseason, season. So he's been out. Peter's like bringing back Peter's made no sense to me whatsoever. I bashed that when right when they made the move. Lane Johnson's been in and out with injuries this year. Siamalo's been average, but he also missed half of the year with injuries also. There's been a lot of rotating pieces on the offensive line with no backup. That's a good backup. Driscoll's a good backup, but he had a pretty rough game even on Sunday against the Packers. So I think Doug Peterson's really been an effect on Wentz this year because Wentz has not been good. Peterson has not been using the Wentz the way he has not been using Wentz the way he should be. He's not been rolling Wentz out, letting Wentz throw on the run, which is one of Wentz's best traits. There's other reasons. He's not giving the ball to Miles Sanders, taking some of the pressure off Carson's shoulder. Like Sanders has got five carries on Sunday in the first half. All five were on the first drive, 17 yards. The first drive was the best drive with Carson easily. They got the field goal, went up three, nothing. That's, sad because Carson used to be one of the best quarterbacks to get down there and get the touchdown. The red zone offense for the Eagles used to be amazing. And then I also think just the whole COVID issue definitely played a factor into it. Wentz not being able to do any off-season work with the team, getting to know his players, getting to know the guys around him, having to go into training camp. The Jalen Hurts pick I do think had an effect on Wentz's mental state because obviously Wentz is pretty broken inside. We think the confidence is shot. But I'm I'm not giving up on him yet. I'm not. I do think that he will be on this team next year, but I do, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's with a new GM who will actually help out his team and help out his quarterback, whether it's Wentz, Hertz, somebody else, whoever it is. And I'm not saying I'm opposed to keeping Doug Peterson, but I would love to bring in a new offensive mind for this team, whether it's an offensive coordinator or a new head coach, such as like Joe Brady. Or Brian Dabble, if you watched the Bills game last night, that Bills offense looked amazing. Josh Allen looked amazing. I think he could do great things for Carson Wentz. And Eagles would easily be able to get some intel on Dabble because Sean McDermott, former Eagles defensive coordinator, definitely good, still has connections in the Eagles building, so they can definitely reach out to him. But I'm not going to give up on Wentz because I think unless the Eagles get a insane offer for him this offseason, which I think the only insane offer would come from the Colts because of Frank Reich it would have to be like a first and maybe then some Carson Wentz will be on this team, whether he's on the bench or starting next year. And I think the correct way to play this out, assuming Jalen hurts has a solid end of the year. It's a very real chance. We saw a vanilla deep Packers defense against hurts the other day hurts made some terrific throws. Don't get me wrong, but I want to see him like, like he's, as we said earlier, he's playing the number one defense in the league this year for this weekend in his first start. So he's going to have some, Problems against them, I'm assuming. I don't expect the Eagles to win this game, even with Hurts playing. I've seen some people suggest that they're gonna come out and shock the world. Don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure Taysom Hill's in again this weekend. I don't think Drew Brees has been activated yet. So Taysom Hill's not a good quarterback, first of all. So if Hurts can come out in this game, I think it'll be a big statement win for the Eagles, but also a big statement win for Jalen Hurts and what he's got going moving forward. Cause as I said earlier, Wentz should not start another game this year. They should see what Hurts has. Cause if Hurts shows you something this off season, it not only will be more attractive for head coaches, if they do to like Peterson and a GM, it would not be more attractive. It would not only be more attractive for them, but it'll be more attractive for free agents possibly coming in. I know the Eagles are in kind of a screwed up cap situation. I'm sure we'll get into that eventually in the later pods, but when we we'll get more towards the off season, off season, but my guess right now is an off a head coach will come in here. And assuming both Hurts and Wentz are on the roster this season, after this offseason, you're going to have to have a quarterback battle. Unless they bring in like Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma, who's obviously going to lean towards Jalen Hurts because that was his college coach. They played together. Hurts had insane success under him. But if you think about it right now, I'm going with they're going to go with the quarterback battle going next year. I wouldn't be surprised if Carson wins it and goes back to old Carson. I think there's a lot of factors. I think Doug and Howie are the two main things that screwed Carson once up. The Eagles, a question that's been asked around Eagles nation in the past few weeks and even the whole year is, have the Eagles failed Carson? Yes, it's not even a question. Like you're surrounding him with Jalen Rager and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside when he could have Justin Jefferson and DK Metcalf. You're not giving any, him any depth along the offense line where you know some of these guys are old. Like, love Elaine Johnson, but you do get hurt a good amount. You're bringing back Jason Peters, who he knows literally gets hurt halfway into every single game. He's one of the most unreliable players these past two, three years. I love Jason Peters. Great Eagles, going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. But these past two to three years have tarnished, have kind of tarnished his legacy as an Eagle because he has not been good at all. And right guard, on right. he played right guard before he got hurt on Sunday. And then Herbig went in. Herbig went in like halfway through the game. Then Peters went played half through the game. Peters led up one sack. I think it was three QB rushes or three QB pressures and one QB hit. Herbig had zero pressures, zero sacks, zero QB hits. Play the young guys. It's not. It shouldn't be hard. Folgum on Sunday. Folgum had ten less slaps, ten less snaps than Alshon Jeffrey. Who Alshon Jeffrey is a whopping. Here we go. A whopping 15 yards this year. Folgum had 480 yards in four games. I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's my, that is my main reason why I think Doug Peterson should go the play calling and the fact that he's playing some of these players over some of these young guys who have shown they can play in the league. Like you just apparently cut Will parks. This might be more shorts, but you just apparently cut Will parks more to shorts, play yeah. Kavon, to play Kavon Wallace and Graylin Arnold. I don't think I saw Kavon Wallace or Graylin Arnold on defense all week on Sunday. You played two safety sets most of the game and it was Jalen Mills and him cloud wallace played some
1: wallace played some deep safety did um, he i didn't even McLeod see him out the there I, I, I saw him I on special teams but no he was out there for a little bit but i mean it's not really not really the point i think that's more that's more yeah just played, anything, that but,
0: that's my main problem with thug yeah. and obviously the main problem with howie here is he didn't he failed carson wentz he didn't get him anything wentz has been playing with nothing these past four years
1: yeah i had talked about this well so i say a couple days number one is that i think carson wentz um is his ceiling is probably somewhere around Philip Rivers, Matthew Matthew Stafford. I agree with that, Matthew um, Stafford. I think consistently, is a good yeah. it's it's he can elevate his play with the right people around him. To like the, Howie, the only
0: person Howie's brought in for Carson Wentz, I think, is Dallas Goddard and Yeah, Miles and,
1: and my, So I actually had this conversation on Twitter a couple of days ago. Since the Eagles drafted Carson Wentz in 2016, let's go through their premium draft picks on offense uh, actually so we go through they they missed right they went they went defensive end cornerback cornerback in 2017 in which
0: 2018, made sense because their defense was bad
1: that their, their their only premium pick in 2018 was goddard which is fine but he's a backup tight end right yeah. so even that's a questionable use of resources in well 2019 to be
0: fair in 2017 he also signed Austin jeffrey who was really good that year yeah. Super Bowl year, right but okay so after so that one yeah, receiver who's
1: fallen off a cliff very quickly you then shipped out the previous first-round pick left, Nelson Aguilar, and since then, you've had nobody. Torrey Smith has gone. Nelson Aguilar's like Wallace, been having a solid
0: really? year for uh, for Oakland or yeah, Oakland, he's Las been Vegas right. this year. So that's 2018.
1: 2019 is uh, the left tackle, Andre Dillard, who hasn't played. That's Miles Sanders, it. who's been good. J.J. White whiteside who hasn't played. And I don't, think had, I don't think they had a third-round pick in 2019. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I think they traded that for um, – for Tate, for Golden Tate? Yes, 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 they yeah, did. So yes. there's a Golden Tate trade. So yeah, it's Golden games, Tate who did
0: nothing. He had the nothing, one touchdown in right? the Chicago game, then nothing.
1: 2020, his picks were wide receiver, who has not been that good, a quarterback, and a linebacker that can't see the field. So that's not helping Carson Wentz, especially when your moves outside of that have been, you said Alshon Jeffrey, that's one, Torrey Smith, Mike Wallace, and Chris Godwin. Because Mike I mean, Wallace series, got hurt so, early on in the me. season, didn't touch Mar- the field. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin, I mean.
0: All oh, three, Goodwin, yeah. not
1: really good players. Marquise Goodwin, Flyers. yeah, opted yeah. out. Deshaun Jackson, who's played like three games since he's gotten here. That's not really helping. And this is sort of the problem. It's not that he didn't make attempts to help Wentz. It's that the, the he's trying to get older took,
0: guys who this, you can't yeah, rely on. The swings
1: on. he took are not good swings, right? You have like, to hit on the
0: draft. Like, you see take, Russ.
1: Take a look at Robbie Anderson in Carolina. Exactly, get like yes. That's the swing you take. Why are you signing Marquise Hey, Goodwin you know, who's and offensive
0: coordinator is Sean there?
1: Jackson. Uh, Brady?
0: Joe Brady. That's my that's my go. top I like, guy. I like Dabble
1: quite a bit. But let, Dabble
0: and Brady are my top two so who I want to replace Doug if that happens.
1: This is not this is not to knock, you know, this is not to excuse once his play this year, which has been horrid. Right? This has been a horrid year, but it's to say that a lot of people in the national media are suggesting the Eagles should give assets. You have tie assets to Wentz's yes, I contract. Saw and, right. This is asinine. I, I saw John, quick, John Clayton
0: right? today said um on ninety seven three, the New Jersey station, ESPN New Jersey Station. He, he was said talking that? about it. He said, I saw
1: Andrew Brandt say the same thing. I saw a couple of random analytics guys say well, the I saw, guys. yeah,
0: John Clayton's like, yeah, you're probably going to have to, you're going to get like a fifth round pick. You might have to package a pick no. with him. And this I'm is, like, this is insane. There's yeah. Been so quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo, what did Jimmy Garoppolo get traded for? A first? Yeah. A second. I think it was a first or a second. It was yeah. crazy. And Wentz Look, is better than Garoppolo. You can't let's, change my mind. Let's, let's, let's Let's also just think about this for a second. People are not using their
1: brains when they're discussing this scenario. First of all, this is a young quarterback, 28 years old, who's had one. Bad year in the last four. He's had as many MVP seasons as bad years in the last four seasons. Right. I guarantee you, you give this
0: kid, you give Wentz an actual offense and a coach who knows how to use him next year, and he goes back to the Wentz that we all know and love. Right. And and that's number one. Number two is that the Eagles can't get any cap relief from trading the contract. No, if they trade cap.
1: the contract, it's all dead money this year for them. So the idea 59 that $59
0: million dollars next year this
1: is in, in basketball. You see a lot of teams trade contracts with assets to get off the contracts. It's very different because you create trade exceptions. There's a clear cap basketball base, a lot and football, easier.
0: the way offseason not work is so different. Similar.
1: Not even close to similar. So if the Eagles traded the wins contract, they would actually be doing a favor to the team receiving the contract, not vice versa, because they would be paying off the guarantees. And the new team would inherit a Wentz contract that would probably hit around the high end of the 20s in cap hits for the next four years, which is a completely manageable contract considering the top end of the market is going to be at $40 million. Indianapolis willingly would take on a $25 million a year Carson Wentz, given that the Eagles have already paid off all his guarantees. And the Eagles are not really getting any cap space from offloading him this year as opposed to keeping him on the roster. So the idea that they would tie a pick to moving him is insane. That's number one. Number two is that he actually still has tons of value considering that he has a lot of talent, his second overall pick. And that wasn't like outside the consensus, right? He was consensus number two overall pick. It wasn't since, your question. Then, since then he had an up and down rookie season, but showed some things an MVP season. And then two seasons after that, that were above average with not a lot of talent around them. And now he's the the, the, the bottom's falling out. If we could just go through the statistics, I pulled up his, his pro football reference page just to give people a sense of what we're talking about. First and foremost, his interception percentage this year, so this is a percentage of throws that intercepted or is 3.4%, right? Every his worst year before this was his rookie year at 2.3%. And the in-between years, 2017, 2018, 2019, all under 2%. Last year, he was at 1.2%. He played a full season 16 games last year, through seven interceptions. 1.2% of his passes were intercepted. Right. He threw the most attempts of his career at 607 passes last year through seven interceptions. That's not a guy who's throwing the ball widely and has been prone to turnovers his whole career. In the last three years, he's thrown a combined 21 interceptions on close to, let's pull it up right now. Let's just check the total. He's thrown 1,500 passes and 21 of them have been intercepted. That's a 1.5% interception rate. He's tripled that number this year to 3.5. That's not sustainable, right? There's a regression to the mean here, and it's, that number is going to go back down. The same goes for sack rate. He's had a pretty good pocket presence this whole career. His rookie year, he was See, sacked the on five- MVP
0: year. Do you remember some of those highlight plays, the spinning out of there, getting crazy? Everyone's like, in the Redskins game, remember he was sacked yeah, for a second, exactly. then he's gone?
1: Exactly. And, and, this, and, and this is actually the outlier this year. Even his rookie year, he was sacked on 5.2% of his dropbacks. That's the lowest number he had his entire career. Jumps up to 6% in 2017, 7.2% in 2018, 5.7% last year. And now it's up to an astronomical 10.3%. Some of that's on him. Some of that's, of that's on, on him. On Definitely, we saw a
0: few sacks. Like the, I think right? the first two sacks he took on Definitely. Sunday were on him. He stepped Definitely. into it. There was a wide receiver open. He could have hit. There was a bunch of factors that played into that. But a lot Meanwhile, of it's still on so, the offensive line, Harry Roseman.
1: He's never been that accurate of a quarterback. In 2017, his completion percentage was 60%. And that was the low point of his career. Since then, he was at 69, nice, 63 and this is the first year he's been under sixty percent in his career. He's at fifty-seven percent completion percentage. It doesn't help right.
0: if the Eagles are second in the league right now with drops.
1: Right, and and the receivers are not really getting open. If we're looking at no, yards that's per the attempt, problem.
0: That's what Rager's supposed to be doing. He's not doing it.
1: If we're using, if we're looking at yards per attempt, this is the lowest number of his career. And and you and outside of his rookie year, the number's been around seven yards per attempt. It's now down to six. If we're looking for uh, yards per catch, that's been out in line with. With every other year in his career, so when he's completing passes, it still looks good, right? And and if we're looking at passer rating, this is his first year since his rookie year that he's been under a ninety passer rating. That's remember that's out of one fifty eight point three. If we're looking at QBR, which is ESPN's metric from zero to one hundred, this is the first year since his rookie year that he's been under sixty two. He's at forty nine this year, so this is clearly an outlier year for him, right? He didn't have which, a great. If, rookie if this year. was
0: consistent every year, then I would be worried. Right, but it's not. There's circumstances there's a reason we're talking about right now after coming off what three straight years in the playoffs including a super bowl there's a reason right now we're talking about firing the gm and firing their head coach right even though they've made the playoffs and stuff they haven't been good how he's been terrible how he's the main guy who needs to go and peterson has not been good the past two years the play calling the decisions it's not been good
1: and there's a lot to say about the reports that we've been getting out of out of out of the eagles camp that wentz is not that coachable or that he he doesn't take well to tough coaching or, or that maybe He's, he's, you know, he's not, he's not being coached. Well, is essentially what we'll, what this boils down to. Well, let's talk about that, right? That is definitely something to be concerned about. And if you're thinking about the reasons you should ship off Carson Wentz, where you're saying, well, he's an Asian quarterback who has not been particularly healthy throughout his career. It looks like he's hit a cliff. It doesn't look like that production in 2017 was sustainable. His ceiling is probably not that high. It's better to offload him and see what else you can bring in here. If you're thinking another team, though, there is clearly a style of coaching that unlocks this player, and it's clear that the Eagles' coaching staff does not know how to do that. Maybe John DeFilippo does. I don't think he has Maybe a job Frank right Reich now. Did. Frank Reich probably did. Right, and and look, that's not to take credit away from Doug Peterson, who clearly had a a, a good he had a, you know
0: very, deserves a lot of credit for that.
1: He had an excellent year for the last couple of years. He's had he's he's done great. He's done great with not a lot around him. This
0: Doug year, has Doug did call the play. Doug called the plays the Super Bowl year, so you have to give him credit for that.
1: Absolutely, but in terms of who was working with Carson Wentz, it was yes, a lot was of John Dee and, and it was a lot of Frank Reich, right? and, yes, and if you remember, that. both those guys got jobs after twenty seventeen when Wentz had the MVP year. So if you're thinking of people, teams that could say, hey. Maybe we can unlock this player. I just checked. Don DiFilippo is the Chicago Bears quarterbacks coach. They're going to move on from Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles. There's not a lot of going on there, and I don't think they're dra- they're not picking highly this year, right? So thirteen
0: I, right now. I was checking. So I was looking the other day about potential right. tradeback scenarios for the Eagles. Chicago is thirteen route.
1: right now. You know, maybe that's that. Maybe that's high enough to get a Trey Lance. Maybe they can trade up for a Zach Wilson. But if you're them. Do you want to do that? Maybe you want to give a chance to John D. Filippo to give a shot for Carson Wentz, So you know has had success. Maybe you think your roster is at a place where they can compete right now. Well, Nagy's he's not, to safe right now. The he's not, not safe right now. it's not safe right now, exactly. Outside of that, Frank Reich, obviously in Indianapolis, there are obvious possibilities to take on Wentz. And like if you're thinking about it that way, there are a lot of teams that could say maybe we can unlock the Carson Wentz that the Eagles
0: can't. In- Indianapolis is a very good team right now. They're River is having a solid year, don't get me wrong, but obviously he's old. You don't know if he's going to be there next year. So it wouldn't shock me if Indianapolis called up the Eagles after this year and said, "Hey, what needs going to take Carson Wentz? We'll throw you a second round pick. We'll throw you a first round pick." Because really, in reality, that defense is really good. They have a very good, good offense. Michael Pittman's been very good this year. Another receiver the Eagles missed on this year, and they could say we're a quarterback away. We'll give you the, our first round pick for Carson Wentz. It. Unlikely it's going to be a 25 to 30 pick, is it's my guess based on where the Colts will finish. But it's still a first round pick, it's not like the NBA where it's a late first round pick, might not do much for your roster. A first round right. no, pick that's will do a, a lot for your pick, roster, right?
1: even if you're talking about multiple seconds or a second and a third and a young player. Right? All of these are, yes, I think pretty good. Like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're going to learn a lot in the next couple of weeks. This is why the Jalen Hurts selection was so disastrous, in my opinion.
0: I think it's good if up this wins.
1: is if this is Nate Sudfeld that's coming in here or Joe Flacco who they wanted to sign. Then we're talking about benching Wentz for a game or benching him this for a This wouldn't be a
0: discussion. It wouldn't be a discussion. The
1: entire the focus goal. this offseason would be getting Wentz right, which there's is the a lot right of, mindset There's a lot of have. quarterback
0: controversy going into the year this year. People were like training camp, oh, Jalen Hurts, Heisman runner-up this year. Are we sure he's not going to start? It's L.A. Really, Park stirring up controversy. The whole offseason
1: this year should have been dedicated to earnestly building a team around Carson Wentz, and that included a new coach. That included a premium draft pick at wide receiver, who's new, a new talent evaluator. Instead, the entire Austin is going to be barred by can they get off the wins? You know the, they, they missed they on a few wins? guys
0: with Hurts ins- instead of picking Hurts. Jeremy Chino would have been great for this defense. You know what a big one was? Even though he said Philly, like I forget what he said about Philly, but Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims is playing great yeah, right now like with the Jets. Either. Yeah, I know but, he didn't like the Eagles. Yeah.
1: But look, look. I, I
0: But there's a the few of guys the day, that you could have picked.
1: At the end of the day. Carson Wentz has a higher ceiling than Jalen Hurts. I feel pretty strongly about that. I agree with that. The same. odds Jalen Hurts turns into Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray are low. The odds he turns into somebody that can produce at the same level of Carson Wentz, a little higher, possible. The Eagles dug themselves into a terrible hole here. They should have spent this offseason thinking about ways to improve the roster to help Wentz. And if they determined that that was not possible, they should have gone for a quarterback. Now, their options are add a third premium quarterback to this quarterback room, a third premium pick to this quarterback room, or trade Carson Wentz after one bad season, eat $30 million of dead cap space and go forward with a second round pick who's only played maybe four games total in his NFL career, or keep them both around, potentially relegate your $30 million quarterback to the bench, or let him come back and start again. Maybe struggle looking over his shoulder the whole time because his backup quarterback, who just replaced him last year, is there. So it's this situation is a disaster. I think as an Eagles fan, the best you can hope for is it's either the most Jaylen dysfunctional
0: Hirsch. situation in recent Eagles history, recent Philadelphia yeah. history, honestly. You have the whole Brian yeah. Colangelo thing and Sixers, definitely. but besides that, definitely what else? The Mark Fultz thing. Well, the, besides that,
1: the Sixers have a lot of things. But yeah, uh, if if we're thinking about it, the the best case scenario as an Eagles fan right now, obviously you're going to work for work for Jalen Hurts. I think. The best case scenario is that Jalen Hurts sets the world on fire in these last five games. And you're able to move Carson Wentz for a haul back. That makes that try to trade worth it. A first round pick. And then you don't screw up
0: this quarterback. And quarterback.
1: And even if you, and even if you do, you now have room to maneuver because you're getting your roster younger with a lot of new picks. You're offloading Wentz's contract year after year. And if you ride Hurts to the end of his rookie deal, You get a nice compensatory pick when he leaves in free agency. You have a nice young roster in 2023. You can go get a quarterback and ride it up again.
0: Yeah, Let's let's move into that. Let's move into if the Eagles fire Harry Roseman, what GM do you want in here to come build either around Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts? Is there a guy you had in mind? I, I know I posted something today that had a few guys in mind for me.
1: I think we had this conversation briefly a couple of weeks ago. I, yeah, I
0: know me and Jay had it a few uh, a few weeks yeah, ago. on one of the pods.
1: I would add. There's a couple of guys here. First of all, let's look. If you want to zoom out, there's a couple of organizations that do things well: Kansas City, New England, yeah. Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Um, I would probably add New Gold, Orleans, honestly. New Orleans, Indianapolis, and. I think that might be it. So, you if you see you're a lot of these about, guys,
0: a lot of these head coaching candidates and oh, candidates yeah. come from these organizations, Cleveland, I would add coaching Cleveland trees.
1: to that list. I would add Cleveland. That's in a little John
0: years. Dorsey. Yeah.
1: I don't, uh, I know you're not a huge sort of John Dorsey but, fan. But I, I don't think Dorsey I, I wouldn't would mind it. Here.
0: I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. My, yeah, I wouldn't mind it, but my guess is Dorsey and the enemy are both going to Houston. So, yeah, I would honestly tend to lose. And Peterson is
1: probably going, Peterson is probably going to
0: New York, the Jets. Yeah. I agree with that too. If assuming Peterson might be here next year, we don't know.
1: Yeah, look, my ideal, scenario, my ideal scenario is fire hire Roseman, fire the entire coaching staff. Doug Peterson is the only one here. He gets another year. He starts over with the new staff. When he needs the year, offense
0: coordinator. That's the big thing with Peterson next year. He needs a real offense coordinator. Maybe
1: even giving up play calling. But we, we'll see yes, if he's I interested agree. in that. I, I had always held the belief that if they make him give up play calling, he will leave. And people have given asked that me, he's given it up a little bit recently, it might yeah, be possible.
0: People have asked me some guys to keep an eye on for offensive coordinator if they go that route. I think the one guy you really have to keep an eye on is Mike Kafka. So the reason he didn't come here last offseason because yeah. he did not get play calling abilities. So I think after this whole and debacle, Graham yes, Graham Harrell is another one. So, but I think he's going to end up staying at USC because he's head coach now there, isn't he?
1: He might be. I don't he's
0: know. Thinking. I don't know college that well, so I, I know he's high up in the USC organization. But uh, if you tell Kafka. After this whole debacle, yeah, I'm gonna let you call most of the plays, or like we can split play calling abilities. I think that lures him out of this quarterback coaching job in Kansas City, and he might come here because Peterson's had success making these offensive coordinators into coaching candidates. Like we saw, Reich, right. Reich went to co- head coaching candidate. John DeFilippo, who was a quarterbacks coach when took an offensive coordinator job. Like these guys get consideration around the league. It's part of the kind of like the Andy Reid coaching tree. Right. Oh, it's yeah. Doug Peterson. But. So,
1: I mean, yeah, and we'll see. And and that's a good segue into, we're now about 30 minutes in, a good segue into answering some of the questions that we've yeah, gotten. Let's get into it. That hit a lot of these topics. So I'm just going to pull it up right now. Thank you, everybody who submitted questions. We got a ton.
0: Yes, we appreciate you all. We appreciate all the viewers. We've had a great time recording all these podcasts. One of our best decisions.
1: Apologies if we don't get to your question. We have a lot to go through. So let me just, Wentz still be the man next season. I'm going to amend this to say, will Wentz start the season for the Eagles? That's I would really, say that's a tough one. It's a tough question. I would say it's probably 50-50 as much as it's a cop I go with
0: 50-50. I think it depends on who the head coach is yeah. and how Jalen Hurts finishes out the rest yeah, of this year. Yeah, definitely.
1: I think fact, if you if we look at that question again, right after the season's over, we'll have a better sense, especially if they because go back you to look, Wentz. At, look,
0: look at someone like Joe Brady, LSU offense coordinator for when Joe Burrow and then won the national t- title. Yeah. Burrow reminds me a lot of Wentz. He's not that mobile, but he can use his legs. I think He's a, great a great pocket bigger passer. Bigger Wentz is definitely bigger than Burrow, but they're both really good on the run, throwing the ball. So I could see someone like Joe Brady really liking Carson Wentz as his quarterback, but yeah. I mean, it's also, I think you they- ha- but you also have that in Jalen hurts that mobility with him. That's more mobile than Wentz. Like, you can do more with Jalen Hurts. Right. So I think, I, think I think it's going to be an interesting off season if they decide to keep both of them.
1: It definitely depends on who the coaches will re- reassess at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I agree Second with that. Second question, well,
1: if you had to choose who is head coach, defensive coordinator next, next season, we talked about this a little bit. I would probably say Brian Dabble, Graham Harrell, and I don't know, pick, an, pick, pick a head coach that is defensive line that Dan Quinn, yeah. And it's clear Max, Max likes uh, Joe Brady quite a bit. Yes, very clear. Is Travis Fulgham actually not that good? Great question.
0: I, I don't love mean, Travis. Got into it a little bit last spot, but keep yeah. going, keep going, keep going.
1: I love Travis Fulgham. I loved a couple weeks that he was on fire. Here's the answer: He is probably not that good right now, but he's flashed more potential than pretty much any receiver in Philadelphia in the last three years, including Rager. And I think it is totally worth the Eagles' time to invest in his development.
0: They have him on roster next year for, I think it's like $785,000. No, yeah, it's such yeah. a cheap contract.
1: It's similar to the Greg Ward situation of last year when we saw Greg Ward do some things at the end of last year and thought maybe he can be something this year, and he's turned out to be like a... Pretty solid.
0: Big third medium, down guy. Yeah,
1: he's been a fine third option at receiver.
0: Yeah, I like I think Ward. Fulgham can be the same thing. Yeah, I think Fulgham's not wide receiver one, if that's what anyone's thinking. Is definitely, Probably yeah, not even wide is, receiver two.
1: He's probably closer to being cut than he is to being the best receiver in the league over the course of four weeks, like he was at some point in this season. But yes, we saw I things, we saw things, and we've seen things even when he's not been good. Not that he gets open, but that if he develops some strength and improves his hands, he can be really a dynamic receiver for this team. And so we'll see. I, also I, I, like, I like Travis Fogel. Yeah. The next question. Hertz, Sanders, Chase, Rager, Fulgham, Ward, Goddard, Rogers. next season. I think all of those are right, except Rogers. He's not going to be here next year. I think he's really, I could see Rogers old.
0: being as wide, or tight end too.
1: He, I mean, I it's, it's, it's possible, but he is, oh, he's only 28, I guess. You know he's what? Yeah, some,
0: he's, I, he's flashed a little bit. I wouldn't be mad if Richard Rodgers or tight end too. I mean, well, I'm, me I'm not even convinced I, they're going to trade Ertz yet, but I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think, they they
1: think they're, yeah, I think they're going to trade Ertz. Okay. Next question Does Howie stay as GM? We hope not. I don't think we have a good read on the situation, but no, it does If it happens, if,
0: it'll just be out of thin air. You
1: know, water gun to my back, as Spurs with Friends likes to say. I think he's going to be back. If you made me decide one way or another, I would probably bet that he would be back. But it's not that the, the odds that he's gone are not zero, right? I think they're closer to 50 than they are to zero.
0: I think yeah. it's 50 50.
1: How does Hire Roseman still have a job? I mean, I think you know, this it's a funny question, but it,
0: it's. He's this is good the seasons. first
1: year. This is the first year that you could really say, like, "Wow, it's really falling apart, and it's Howie's fault." As opposed to previous years, we had things to complain about, but ultimately, there was still, the team was still winning nine games and making the playoffs. There's the not fact
0: of the matter play. is, nobody's complaining about Howie Roseman right now. If the Eagles are in a good position, you know how many weeks we're in—like seven and five or whatever—how many weeks yeah. we are in, you know?
1: It, it would be it would be disappointing. Maybe people should be calling for them on the hot seat, but it probably would not be to this level. Yes. Uh, who do you want in the first round? I think you know we've tried this a little bit. I think the consensus is probably one of the top wide receivers. I'm not that Devante keen on Smith. taking, yeah, or Jamar Chase. Yeah, uh, I'm not too keen on taking linebacker Micah Parsons. I'm interested in Parsons overall. if
0: the Eagles decide to go. If they get the fourth pick and they decide to stockpile picks, trade back in like the yeah eight to eleven. That's range. not a bad idea.
1: Look, and and you know we've chatted about this. Uh, Penny Sewell, he would be an excellent pick. He's not going to be probably the third. Pick. Um, either of the two cornerbacks at the top, certain, certain and Farley and Farley would be good picks, although I think okay. I'd rather have Chase than those two. I but, think you know, certain
0: – if the Eagles pass the Cowboys, if the Cowboys have a pick for the Eagles, my guess is certain goes to the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. Uh, if the Hertz plays well but the Eagles lose out, do they fire Howie? I think the answer remains the same as it was to the last question. I Probably. hope Hertz
0: plays really well, and I do hope they lose out too.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter how well Hertz plays. That was still a disastrous pick. I, I honestly – like I don't even care if he develops into a good quarterback that was still a bad pick.
0: It's because the process, picker, it's of which, pick, yeah. the
1: process of which did not make any sense at the time, and it still doesn't make any sense. They didn't use him the way they told him. We don't have to go down this path again, but it, it's still a bad pick. He should still be fired. Should we hire Lincoln Riley as the head coach if Dunk is fired? Doug is fired. I don't think Jeffrey is going to be interested in that. I think he's going to be I don't think interested. Lincoln
0: Riley would be interested in that yet. Yeah. I think you really have to make Riley. the call there because obviously he knows. If right. you decide, if Jeffrey Lurie decides, hey, I want Jalen Hurts to be the starting quarterback next year, which I don't think he will say. I think he's going to let the coach and GM decide that. But you have to give Lincoln Riley a call. Yeah, He's he got the best out of Hurts. He's gotten calls about head coaching jobs in the NFL before. I don't think he will leave Oklahoma. as a stable job for him. So I think they give him a call. I don't think he takes it, though.
1: Why do you think Miles Sanders gets such a low snap count compared to the talent? An idiot. Yeah, I mean, the easy answer here is that the team is behind most of the time, so they're not that committed to the run. In the second half, I trying to get it, but
0: what are they down 14 to three? I think, going to not know. I
1: think, I think, Deuce has an outsized influence on the running back rotation. Sanders has not been great in pass protection this year. I, if you want to think of it more macro, there's a chance they say this season's done. They don't want to run the running back into the ground. If they're interested in re signing him after his rookie contract, which not a lot of running backs get, it would be great to use him less this year because it doesn't really matter. Boston Scott's shown some things. It's nice to see him and what he, had, what kind of juice he has. I just
0: don't get why you're giving Jordan Howard the time and day. Yeah,
1: Jordan Howard should not be getting any touches. It should be Boston Scott and Miles Sanders, and with and the occasional using... one
0: to two Corey Clement touches.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The answer is I don't know. I think they would like to run more. They just get Doug, out of it.
0: it. The answer is Doug yeah. Peterson.
1: Yeah, I think it. I, I, I it's would one place a lot of blame well. on the, the offense in general. They just the, the offense does not have a good cadence right now. Yes. Do you think the Eagles win in the division? Absolutely not. I thought there was no, a no chance, chance before this last week, but Washington and New York put up some very impressive victories against um, Pittsburgh and Seattle respectively. So th- I think it's going to come out to them too. There's no really chance. The, the
0: Eagles won't win two more games. And if they do win two more games, Washington yeah. still hold the tiebreaker against them.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to be in a tiebreaker position because of the tie. So, Oh, that's
0: right. I didn't think so, about that.
1: Yeah. I, I they're not going to get there. Not no,
0: but there. they won't win. No.
1: Um, Do you think it's too late to save Carson Wentz? We chatted a lot about this earlier. I don't think it is. I think it might be too late to save him in Philadelphia with the people who are here.
0: I think, yeah, if you want to save Carson Wentz, you have to bring in a new coaching staff. Some sort of new change of scenery.
1: Yeah, yeah, something new or else, because this is not going to work.
0: No, I agree. Who's
1: getting fired first? Uh, I will go the unconventional route and say Press Taylor.
0: Really? (laughs) Or Jim Schwartz. I mean,
1: like, if we're talking about who's the likeliest to get fired, it's probably Press Taylor. If they keep everybody and just fire somebody it's press taylor Rex Gangarello.
0: i think everyone's going to be gone besides maybe do stealing just statlin but yeah and i think do if i want to off based on what i think i think the first Firing we'll hear of is going to be probably after the season, Black Monday. It'll, be it'll Doug probably Pearson. be Doug, yeah. It'll probably, and and I don't usually when you fire firing, the coach, the whole coaching staff goes with him. It's
1: it's probably going to be a mutual parting of ways between Peterson and the Eagles, yeah. and Jeffrey will steal a little bit on Howie Roseman. Although I think if he's already made the decision that Howie's on the hot seat, he will make the decision to fire both of them together on like Tuesday or something, but we'll see.
0: Which they should.
1: Will Wentz be the Eagles quarterback in 2021-2022? We chatted about this a little bit. I think he will. I, I'm pretty certain he'll be on the roster. I I'm don't pretty know positive he's going started.
0: to be on the roster. I think it's going to be quarterback yeah. battle and training camp.
1: Yeah. Why are you holding on to Doug? Uh It's a good question. I think the answer is, I don't think either of us are holding on to him, but I think both of us can recognize that he has had a, a pretty impressive tenure here outside yeah. of the season. And look, they haven't been good the last couple of years, but they've had a lot of adversity. The locker room never really quits on him. Outside no, of Wentz. Doug. He's put up good performances with Nick Foles at quarterback. Like, I I don't mind Peterson. I think if Peterson has the right staff around him, he I can be a right really staff, effective head and he, coach. And he needs yes. I just think it might be time for him to Peterson give a play call. is a
0: part of the problem, but he's not the main problem. The it's, main it's problem a is high of so many things. Yes, and it
1: starts with the general manager. Yeah, yes. I agree with you. Why does Why does being an Eagles fan mean constant pain? Well,
0: it's so a Philadelphia sports fan, again. not even just Eagles fan. Philadelphia sports. I mean,
1: look, we we. In all seriousness, we sold our soul for the Super Bowl, and we do it again. So.
0: Hey, yeah, we were all saying how, we'll, telling the sports gods, we'll do anything for Super Bowl, and here we are.
1: Who are the Eagles most likely to draft? This is a great question. If it's Howie Roseman, the answer is undoubtedly Jamar Chase. I, I don't even think twice about it. Howie's gotten cute in recent drafts doing things that are against the grain. Andre Dillard, who was dropping, who they hadn't really met with, and then Jalen Raker over Justin Jefferson. He's gone outside the consensus. We know he devalues the linebacker position. He we know that, he, we know that he just traded premium fixer Darius Slay. I don't think they'll double dip in there. I think he'll go back to the consensus, recognize that Wentz is the most important asset on the team and probably might cost him his job, and he's going to take Jamar Chase. If he stays
0: this year, I think he's going to realize he needs to build on the offense because that's definitely. the biggest problem, and he's screwed them over in the past, missing on picks such as the Jefferson, the Metcalf, you know, et cetera. But yeah, I would probably go Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith.
1: Who do you hire to fix scouting? This is a good question. I think the answer is... DJ. I think the answer is just fire P- Roseman. Like, they got Joe Douglas in here to take over the it draft. And he, he was actually not good. But, you know, that could just be related to Roseman. And it's tough to devaluate these guys. One of the best guys,
0: the the best guys on TV right now, Daniel Jeremiah, would be great. Yeah, DJ's great a good hire. I like DJ. Department.
1: I would rather take somebody who's in a different front office, somewhere like, you know, the the guy in New England, Nick Cassell. Is that his name? Maybe Cassell. Yeah. He's a uh, he, he's another option. Yeah. Um. A lot of questions about giving up on Wentz. I don't think we're giving up on Wentz. I just think we recognize that this season he doesn't have a lot. Of I, I love left. Carson
0: Wentz, but I think yeah. it's the right move to start Jalen Hurts this week and yeah. for the rest of the season to see what you have there, because Carson Wentz clearly is not getting the job done, and he's just going to keep getting bashed week in and week out. If you sleep him in the four more weeks, it's just going to screw up his mental health even more.
1: Are you rooting for anyone in the NFCs now that the birds are done? I don't. People have like NFC East Alleg- allegiance. I hate all the like. I I hate. I hate all of them. But if I have to pick team.
0: one, I will pick the Washington Football Team because of Ron Rivera and how, what he's come through through the cancer yeah, and whatnot, and Alex true. Smith obviously and, and what Smith. happened to his leg. I think if I had to pick, that's who I'd pick. I, think, I don't want anyone to uh, win. Obviously. Both outcomes
1: are wonderful. Washington and New York. I would rather New York win, keep win the winning. division because they will keep they will keep Gettleman and Joe Judge, and I think they are both tire and they probably won't replace Daniel Jones, although they should. Um either way, I I hope all the other teams in the division win games, hurt their draft pick, and yeah. end up keeping everything the way it is, because those franchises are not going in the right direction.
0: I agree. Uh, neither
1: are the Eagles, but none of those franchises are going the right Eagles direction. You
0: just can start going in the right direction if they get rid of the GM.
1: Washington is making some changes. They are the one who scares me in the next five years because of that defense yes. and especially agreed. the defensive line. Much agreed. Um but they don't have Chase a quarterback. A animal. Right? Yeah, but they don't have a quarterback. Dwayne Haskins is not it as much as Daniel Jones is not that good. I mean, he can put up average quarterback play the way Haskins has not been able to. So I would probably say I want New York or Washington to win the division just as what benefits the Eagles the most, but I'm not certainly not rooting for any of them. I hope they win games because it hurts them, but I, I, I hope for nothing but eternal pain for all their fan bases. And I hope their teams are terrible. Although I will say it is fun when you have two good teams in the NFC East battling it out, but you know, I'll take my wins. These are bad teams,
0: bad at the out, despite the two big wins this weekend. No offense to the Giants and football team fans, Jordan.
1: Is the football team a contender? Absolutely not. Neither of these teams are contenders. They will both get smoked by the Buccaneers. No, whatever team, even if the
0: Eagles won the division, they'd get smoked first round too. It doesn't matter if you want to
1: spot them a win, football's crazy. Crazy things can happen. Washington just beat Pittsburgh. Even if they win the first round, they're not getting anywhere. They will get smoked by Green Bay. They will get smoked by New Orleans. They will get smoked by Arizona. Like. These teams are not, you know, Colt McCoy, Daniel Jones, Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, none of these guys are leading anybody anywhere. So I would not be concerned about a deep playoff run from any of these people. And Dave Gettleman is probably the single worst general manager in the league. So, you know, the more success the Giants have, credit to them, they'll keep that guy around. So good for them. Yeah. Uh, A lot of the same stuff going on here. Draft, Doug. Doug. Roseman, a lot of the same questions. Um, let's get one or two more from my slate, and then I think, Max, you might have a couple questions. Uh, do you think they should play Hurts next game instead of Wentz? This was before they announced the decision, but let's just evaluate it for the upcoming game after New Orleans, I think. We've already talked about this. I would at least give him two games. If he's terrible for two straight games, maybe it's time to let he He's god out awful, but even
0: I expect him to be bad this weekend. Yeah, not you don't bad, expect much from him this week. But it's the New Orleans Saints, the best defense in the league right now. Yeah, it's going to be hard for him. His first ever start against this team with a depleted offensive line. His receivers aren't good. His offensive yeah. coach is not good.
1: He, he's going to be scrambling for his life, and yes. it's not going to be much. But We'll see. This is a great question. Is there a way out of this cap mess? We've talked about this almost every week. The way out of this mess is you trade old players if you can and you have to lock yourself into some of the guys on this roster with restructures that you're going to have to hope hold up. Lane Johnson, maybe Darius Slay. You're going to have to extend guys like Derek Barnett. You either have to extend Barnett or cut him. He can't play a one-year deal at $10 million. There's no chance. Yeah, so you I either extend Derek Barnett or you cut him. Either You, you either trade Zach Ertz, or you have to re- restructure his deal and move money around basically they will get under the salary cap because they literally have to but it's going to require them to restructure a lot of contracts that might look terrible in a few years and you're gambling on some players that might fall off a cliff very soon and so that's going to cause them problems in the future so that's the way out do you think howie will ever get fired if he does not get fired, if if they fire peterson and keep roseman he will never get fired in his tenure in Philadelphia. I'm pretty confident in saying that they will keep him around in some form or fashion until he's done until he's done until he doesn't want to be here anymore. So as depressing as that is,
0: I can promise you they do that in the first game when COVID is over the first game, there will be fire. Howie chance chants the link.
1: Yeah. As that there should be. be. As there should as be. As there yes. Should be. I agree. Um, After that we have, Big free agent signings next off season. None, because we don't have see money any. to do so. But maybe we talked about maybe Ty Hilton say, okay, on a one year
0: deal. Yeah, I would like
1: that. I would like that. Do you think Fulgham and Greg Ward will be used more next year? No, it's going to be the opposite. They're going to be used less because we'll have more talent in this room. But I hopefully, hope in the chances hopefully. that they get, they produce a little bit more. Do you think Wentz will play another snap for the Eagles after Sunday's game? Absolutely. Whether it's not this, it might be this season. It might be next season. I don't think we've seen the last Carson Wentz snap for the Eagles. It's possible. Certainly he needs possible.
0: needs to get his head right. We've talked about it all year. Carson wants needs yeah. to get his head right to be able to go back in there and start for the Eagles and be the player that he was before this year.
1: Last last two. Who starts 2021? I think the favorite right now is still Carson Wentz until yeah. we see something from Jalen Hurts that says otherwise.
0: We People have talked about an outside quarterback. Won't be an outside quarterback. It's going to be one of the two.
1: And the last question. Are you attracted to Jalen Hurts? Well, the amount of times I put that Bleacher Report swap on my Instagram. That's a
0: clean swap, though. That is
1: a beautiful picture. I, I'm i attracted to that picture. We'll say that. Love Jalen Hurts. I think that guy plays with swag. He looks cool doing it. He's fun to watch. He's really so,
0: humble, too. He's a gr- he's a <laughs> very humble look, young guy.
1: My, at the end of the day, my draft philosophy, nobody's asking, but if you ask me, my draft philosophy is you draft kids who can deal with adversity because you he's, will be dealt adversity in the NFL. And we've seen this Andre Dillard has not handled adversity well at all. Jalen Rager got lazy at TCU and the ball wasn't coming his way. And some of those habits have translated to the NFL, right? Nelson Aguilar couldn't handle adversity well, couldn't handle Philadelphia well. Rager's kind of been the same way. He hasn't been able to handle Philadelphia well. Ortega Whiteside, after a couple of bad games, completely fallen off a cliff. You need players that are both talented and able to progress mentally in this atmosphere because it is difficult making that jump from the NFL to college. It's not like these guys didn't produce in college. Artega Whiteside, as much of a reach as he was, he was a good receiver at Stanford. He made good plays that he's just not making now. So you have to be able to up your level when you get to the NFL, and it takes a certain mentality to do that. It takes an obsession with Besides the game the mentality. that not everybody has. And Jalen Hurts has proven over his time in Alabama, at Oklahoma, to space, uh, being going to, to a, a new
0: school, uh, being a terrific Having a terrific year at Oklahoma, it's been anything
1: anybody says about Jalen Hurts that he's an excellent teammate. He's a great kid. I think you bet on guys like that, and so I, I don't love Jalen Hurts. I there. hate I that don't... it's
0: coming that we have to pick between Wentz yeah. and Hurts. And,
1: and I don't think the talent is there for what it's worth. I don't think he can be an excellent pocket passer. Even we saw this. Like, that was a great tape dip breakdown. Ben Stolac put it on his Twitter. uh, He throws a lot with his upper body. He doesn't use his legs quite enough. So his arm strength is sort of weak down the field and the ball doesn't get there with as much zip as you would want it to. These are correctable things, but I think right now as he stands, he's an, in, he's an unpar- imperfect prospect, which is why he got to the Eagles and the Eagles were able to draft him despite not needing a quarterback and what many teams considered a little early. And the Eagles sort of admitted themselves it may have been a little early, but they didn't have another pick until the end of the third round. So they took a ch- chance on him. So look – He's the type of kid that you bet on. And so maybe he turns into some, maybe he does turn into Russell Wilson, who was a third round pick that the Eagles almost drafted, right? Maybe he does. Maybe he turns into Kyler Murray. Maybe he puts up seasons like this, uses the legs to his advantage, becomes a quarterback. That's not quite elite, but is knocking on the door of elite. And that's good enough for the Eagles. And, and, you know, hopefully that would be great. But in the meantime, I need to see something from him that shows me that that's possible. Other than that, I'm just sort of rooting for him because I like him and I'm an Eagles fan and I hope good things happen to the Eagles, but I'm not confident that he's the guy to take us to the promised land. Although, and this is my last point before we start to get started to wrap up the podcast, it would be a mistake to take a quarterback in this draft class unless you're getting Lawrence or Fields. I, I, you know, none of the other guys, Lance, Wilson, I don't think either of them are, are surefire prospects. I definitely don't want Lance. I don't think Lance. Fields
0: is a surefire prospect. I think Even, Fields, really sure Lawrence. Right.
1: Even Fields is not a surefire prospect. And like I said before, this roster is incredibly old. And not good so taking a rookie quarterback and throwing him with this roster doesn't help very much because by the time the roster gets competitive he will be on his third or fourth year of his rookie deal and what you want is to capitalize the first two or three years of the rookie deal with an excellent roster which what the eagles did with with wentz is that the second his second year on the rookie deal they didn't think they were going to compete but they thought they were going to be a good team and they went from 79 they added a lot of pieces they got better uh, and I think that's what they should do. They should spend the next couple of years with either Wentz seeing if they can uh, rehabilitate him or with Jalen Hurts seeing what he can give them. Spend the next couple of years building up the roster with young talent, with young draft picks, start to build a good roster. And it, when the time comes, make an aggressive play for a quarterback that you think is the right one. And, and look, I get the arguments of the other side that you're, you got a high draft pick. Those don't come around very much, very often. You should take the chance when you have it, especially with a deep quarterback class. I get it. And they should do their due diligence. But I just I don't think a rookie quarterback is going to help this team all that much, especially when we know even Jalen Hurts is not going to help this team all this much. He's going to run into a lot of the same problems. What's going to help this team is an infusion of young talent and new coaching. And even the coaching might not help this team that much. Because at the end of the day, if the talent is not there, there's only so much they can do. Jeff Stoutland is an incredible offensive line coach, and the offensive line has been a disaster this year. Because there's nothing he can do with Sue Peta, Nate Herbig, Matt Pryor, and Jack Driscoll starting significant amount of games for this team. So, look, that's pretty much my last thought. Max, you got anything else? Any other questions you want to answer before we get? get
0: no, on? I think you've, we pretty much got to everything today. No, I'm excited to see what Hurts can do this weekend and for the rest of the season. Obviously, this team has a few big holes, offensive line, wide receiver, linebacker, cornerback. So, hopefully, they get rid of Howie Roseman, let someone who's actually educated in drafting deal with them. But I mean, yeah. So I mean, that's guess we're gonna wrap it up there. So if stay tuned, we have Bryant McFadden, two time Super Bowl winner coming that's on with right. pods. I think it's gonna be next pod, I believe, is coming on.
1: It's probably gonna be Thursday. Yeah, we might hold off on releasing that depending on how the interview goes, if we want to add something, but we got a lot of content coming up for you. We are yes, excited.
0: We got some former players coming on. I think we're, we're gonna excited. get a couple
1: interviews in here, maybe maybe parlay that with a preview pod for the Saints game. Uh, and then the big one, hopefully with the whole team on here is going to be reaction to the saints game, breaking down Jalen hurts, hopefully Sunday night, maybe Monday. Um, so we got a lot coming up and, and let us know if there's guests, yeah, want we're to excited. See, if yes. there's anything you want us five to do five stars, Games? yeah, at least Definitely. five
0: stars F- fly into any of our DMS. You know, we have Instagram, we have Twitter. We don't really check Twitter that much. Any of our Instagrams, we will happily answer any questions. We'll happily give you any advice. So uh, please feel free to hit us up and, uh, that's the podcast so we'll see you guys after jalen hurts to start on sunday
1: peace